You're listening to Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with me, Melissa Gonzalez. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with your host, me, Melissa Gonzalez. Today, I'm here with Leah Wu, founder and CEO of Shop Shops. Shop Shops is the leading interactive virtual platform for engaging shoppers, sellers, and retailers worldwide via live stream. They're creating a truly cross-border community around discovery, learning, and fun virtual shopping experiences. So I'm looking forward to an exciting conversation. Leah, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Melissa, for having me. And it's a exciting opportunity to share my vision about the future of shopping. Yes, absolutely. And what a time to do that. Before we go deeper into that, um, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Um, I know that you know you have an interesting background before starting Shop Shops. Um, sure. Um, I am a Chinese-Canadian, born in China, grew up in Vancouver. Um, background in finance accounting, hated it, so went into retail um, and also studied and worked in New York um, at Parsons and also worked in many retail uh, showrooms and retail stores while I was while working in U.S. In um, 2008, I brought the idea of multi-brand stores into the Chinese market by opening my own multi-brand stores. Uh, and then later uh, developed and built uh, an offline brand that was very similar to uh, American apparel version um, in China. Um, so from years of offline retail experience, um, I decided to explore something more than just selling offline. Uh, basically, in 2016, I was seeking for a way to bring the offline shopping experience online, as we call it today, the intro, the interactive retail. Um, yes, so that's how Shop Shop starts, and that's um, how I got into retail. Well, I love it. It's 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 and it's taken off so quickly. It's interesting when you have an idea, and then the world kind of goes into a shift like it is today, and it it makes. Um, your invention become even more valuable. So how exactly does Shop Shops work? Um, We are a very simple uh, tool and platform. Uh, We right now enable our retailers or our hosts um, who are sellers or influencers themselves to use their mobile phone start live stream and convert their offline stores into an online store. So basically they can be sitting in their own home, their studio, their showroom, their retail stores, and just start selling. Uh, initially, when we first started, we are very focused on introducing um, the experience to the Chinese customers. Obviously, as everyone already know, that China is um, the the first adopter of live stream commerce. Um, so that's where we began. Uh, we had um, influencer hosts who lived in these designated cities such as New York and LA. Uh, They are invited into the stores. They feature, curate, uh, try on, and share information about different category of products to their viewers on the China side. And the transaction happens right there and then during live. And we help with um, the vendors uh, to facilitate that last mile of fulfillment to have everything packed and shipped to the Chinese customers. 
Okay, so you get involved in fulfillment strategy as well. But um, right now we have built our um, product to enable retailers to be able to do that themselves. So if they are um, live streaming in their own stores and they can have people come and pick up or they can have it delivered uh, via the usual channels that they're already using. Gotcha, gotcha. So who are who are some of your partners today? And uh, are there certain um, verticals within retail that resonate through live stream than others? Um, we have been very focused on fashion since that's my background um, in the past few years. So right now we work majority with majority of offline retailers that are in New York and L.A., um, from all the way high-end to boutique stores or even street vendors. Um, so right now, I mean, before COVID, we were running about uh, 12 events a day in U.S. Uh, alone. And uh, we, al- we are also operational in Japan and Dubai and Milan. Um, so right now, uh in U.S., we are working with stores such as Century 21, the Webster. Uh, we are working with uh, Shiseido's brands such as Laura Mercier, C.O. Biglow's. Um, there, there's a whole, I mean, there's a lot of them. I can give you a list. It's up to a thousand. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, many, that's many different variety of fashion-related brands and lifestyle-related brands. We have not tapped into food or um, electronics much because uh, most of our existing uh, Chinese audience are Chinese uh, females who are in their uh, mid-30s. Gotcha. And so within fashion, um, do you find, you know, I, I've read you've had some significant sales with Birkin bags and, and accessories make a ton of sense. Do you do you find it to be... Um, more of a challenge when it comes to apparel versus accessories due to fit? And, and how do you overcome that um, with your hosts? Um, I think that is a very good question. And I think a lot of people have that doubt uh, from our experience that it's really about matching the right uh, host to the right product and the right audience. Um, and I don't think in uh, clothing or accessory, it's easy or hard uh, in comparison to anything else that we're trying to sell live. Uh, we are selling it. The hardest one, I think, is actually selling perfume on live because you cannot smell that at all. Uh, but for clothing wise, it's actually pretty easy if uh, we have the uh, host trying on the outfit. And for a lot of our viewers, it's very good to have someone your body size uh, to feature the item for you. And there's also a lot of live measurement that we do. Um, so I think it is not um, hard once you get a hang of what the questions uh, coming from the audiences uh, are meant and what they want to know more. Gotcha. So if you think of a formula for success, there really is a strategy early on thinking through who's the target market or who do we think our viewers are going to be and how do we find the most ideal host, right, in order to represent the product to them? Yes. And do you work, how closely do you work with brands on figuring out that strategy? Is that something else that you you do with them or do they come to you already having that figured out? We actually enable our host to do it. 
from our concept that um, the uh, hosts are influencers or already uh, curators themselves. Most of the hosts that we recruit have that ability. Second, we also let in-store owners or salespeople that tell their own stories, curate their own product. Um, and basically, that's how I that's how we believe the authenticity of uh, the content is really the creation that's happening in live. And a lot of the time we see that interaction between the viewers and the host and the vendors together create that content. A lot of the time it's really the people who are watching it asking questions and we're just trying to reply the right question and putting on the right outfit for one person to see, but turns out to be hundreds of them all wanting the same product. So I think it's really the uniqueness of live streaming comparing to programmed events or programmed TV shows. It is, um, it is the live element where people are interacting with each other to create something new every time. And yeah, and I would, I guess, as you, as you talk through that, I would also think it also spurge that sense of now or urgency because it's only live yes. for a period of time and I need to yes. be involved. Okay, yeah. Yes. And also the personal relationship, the personal connection, that memory trigger uh, for a lot of us who go into a retail store, I think it's really about that conversation you have with the sales, right? It's also uh, the connection that you had with the customer who's trying on the same shoe next to you, although it's very temporary. But that memory trigger exists in the live um, connection as well. So I think that's where we value live stream shopping in a way it's more about experience um, to start with. Mm -hmm. That makes a ton of sense. Um, even, even, you know, in store design, we're always thinking, right, how do we have those triggers, those, those emotional triggers, and that's what builds that human connection. Um, so, so you've been, um, you launched in 2016, right? You met? Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So it's well, been a good event. we started in 2016 based on the third-party platform when we first tried. We really started building our own product after we received our initial funding from Forerunners and USV. Um, that's um, 2018. Okay. Okay. But you've yeah. been kind of in the trenches of it for a good amount of time, you know, four years of, of evolution. Um, yeah. Is there any, you know example or significant case study you could share with the audience? Um, one that kind of might have surprised you in new ways that that provided you with new learnings? Um, we are we are actually being surprised on a daily basis. There's still <laughs> a lot of, because it, it's live, so there's a lot of variables. And also we're trying to build towards an open platform, so we do not want to um, control what content or product or curation has been presented. Um, some of the fun facts that we've seen, which that um, coming out from live stream is that we are able to sell or we've seen sell-throughs sell of um, earrings that split between two completely different strangers during live. One hmm. wanted the right, the other wanted the left. And that conversation just happened in the live chat room. And and they immediately wanted to buy 
one of the other side. So we started splitting, split sales <laughs> earrings and they become a trend. People just want to buy one and then there's another one buying the left hand side of it or the right of it. Um, so that is something I don't think I've ever seen in store where you would go to a stranger and say, hey, do you want to split an earring with me? I don't think that ever happened in real life. Right. Uh, so <laughs> that is something very surprising. Still to today, we have that happen. Uh, we also have um, events where we are trying on um, different shoes with the same color. I mean, sorry, different same style of shoes with different colors. So comparing the white and black or comparing the green and yellow and um, ended up selling that shoe in pairs uh, with different colors to customers because um, it looked amazing with one black and one right, uh, white on one of each foot. And so people start asking if they can buy it like that. And we started to ask for customers to match their own size and buy one of each color. Obviously, it's not happening in quantities and thousands of pairs, but like we've sold many pairs uh, just by connecting shoppers themselves and making decisions on what they really wanted. So I think those are the, the examples or I like to bring out um, to people who are listening is that there's a lot of possibility of live streaming selling and the creation of how to sell, it's really that interaction between your viewers and your shoppers. So anything is possible um, during life. I love that. It's interesting because it sounds like you empower fashion fun, you know? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> which is which is great. And and the while the hosts are influencers and inspiring, your audience is influencing each other as well. Yes, exactly. I think that's where we want to build a product to everyone who can be a host. To us, everyone is an influencer. Um, everyone can be a seller. A lot of us are selling products that we are not aware of or not intentionally doing so um, just by sharing uh, of um, the content that we like, we are actually promoting that product. So uh, in the long run, we want to enable everyone to share and they should be rewarded with um, what they're sharing uh, as well. Mm -hmm. So you, you've already seen an evolution in your platform in the, in the years that you've had it. And you mentioned that you are working on building a more open platform. So what trends are you kind of leaning into? What integrations do you think are going to um, add value um, to, to the users in the future? Um, currently, we are um, testing with our English beta product. Uh, right now, that product is uh, focused on enabling offline retailers to go live uh, themselves. Uh, I think during this difficult time, as a person coming from a retail background, I truly feel the pain. I don't think that everyone can live without stores um, that are so beautiful, that are so unique, um, uh, are gone. So I think that's our first goal is to enable retailers themselves to go live uh, because it's a trend that we see from also our experience from China because I think Chinese went into this um, this uh, lockdown first and they're coming out from the lockdown 
uh, first. And a lot of the retailers that reached out to us um, after April uh, or since April uh, that are asking for enablement to go live themselves. So immediately we are building uh, the product towards a vendor service or merchant service side. And for the English product that we want to enable that as well. So we are looking for anyone who's interested, download the app and try to start live themselves uh, just to sell product in their own stores. Um, and then I think the second step for us is connecting the right um, influencers or the right sellers um, that are available locally to the stores um, so that they can attract online eyeballs to some of these offline retail locations. But that attraction can happen virtually. So the transaction can actually be, be done through live stream and replace. So these are the two basic short-term uh, focuses that we are working on um, and trying to deliver it to the market by the first week of June. Oh, that's amazing. Um, well, that will be, it'll be live then as this airs. So um, that's perfect <laughs> timing. I, I, I could see how that makes so much sense. I, I too miss stores. Um, and I've, you know, sat in my lounge rear long enough now. And I, <laughs> I, I want to refresh my wardrobe and I, my inbox is a bit inundated with sales, which is great, but I feel like I still need some assistance, right? And um, I would love to be able to shop alongside somebody who I value their opinion and their point of view, and they could demystify a little bit and show me what's in store, and I could get a sense of, you know, um, fit and, 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 and just, you know, pairing items together. So it feels like it, it's, it's really interesting timing for where you're taking um, your platform and kind of democratizing it. Thank you. I believe shopping is fun, is entertaining. And that's why a lot of us still love to go out there into the streets, into the markets, into the stores to browse and shop and discover ourselves. Um, I think that is the whole focus of shop shops from the very beginning and still to till today that we want to enable that experience of discovery, experience of building a social trust with um with it's not with the people that you're watching. I don't think shopping is about buying a product. We can do that with buying groceries, uh, but I don't think we can buy that with a lot of these unique items that um, we truly value. It's so true. Going shopping and buying some, those are, those are not the same thing, right? Shopping is an experience. <laughs> um, yes. So for, um, for this next evolution that's coming live in June, how, how, what are the steps? Like how long does it take for a, a, a brand or retailer to go live? It's fairly simple. We, it, it, it's like any other uh, platform. It's you download the app, you registered and you can set your own preview and you can go live. Okay. So we just need some good Wi-Fi. Yes. Good Wi-Fi or good uh, 4G, 5G, whatever that you have on your mobile. Everything is built completely on your mobile phone. Uh, and you can check your orders after or you can send out notifications to your um, followers on your own social media platform. Uh, we are integrating with um, Shopify at current stage so that to enable some of the stores that are on Shopify so that they can have their product 
uh, integrated uh, quickly. They don't have to re-download or they don't have to re-input all those um, product data. Um, but for people who don't have Shopify, it's also fairly easy. Um, most likely you will need two phones. That's probably the one uh, requirement. One is for you to go live. The other one is for you to uh, shoot a picture, upload product. Gotcha. Okay. Easy enough, though. That's great. Shopify um, has been doing a great job, I feel like, pivoting and evolving and finding great partners during this time and extending their fulfillment networks and, and working with companies like you on, on live stream commerce. Um, so it's interesting how we're in a time where technology has existed, but we're truly seeing um, you know, an acceleration of adoption both on the consumer side and on the brand retailer side. So um, I always like to ask this. So um, right now we can't shop and we can't go out, but the world will change and we will be able to do that again. So um, whether you want to give an example from, um, from China or from Vancouver, your choice, when we are able to travel and go out again, what are the three uh, top three must visit or things to do? From my point. Oh, wow. Um... On shopping? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Now, I mean, food pop-ups first is like, okay, what's the first three restaurants I want to go yes. right now, right here? Um, I think on shopping, think, uh, I love New York. New York is the world destination shopping place. I miss the uh, weekend flea market. I think that's something I would go for. Um, if we, if the world goes back to normal, like we can go back out there and shopping. Um, I think second, I would highly recommend if we can travel for those who's never been to Tokyo, go there. Um, Japan is an amazing place, uh, that it's about experience. It's about finding something you don't even know that existed. And also it's, a, it's about finding history and heritage and, um, and uh, art pieces, like literally bags or cups or teapots that has hundreds years of history and unique to you because it's only one of a kind. And third, I would say go to... Berlin. Hmm. I think that's where I would like to go if I can f just pick a place and fly to. I think um, Berlin is one of those most interesting um, art and discovery place um, right now next to New York and Tokyo. Uh, I think that's the, the, the gem of um, Europe market. All right. Well, I'm jotting down all these notes. I have lots of places to go when the world comes back to normal. So I uh, have something yes. to look forward to. But in the meantime, I'm looking forward to you opening up your platform um, so that I can maybe shop some of my favorite brands and, and see um, how things look and are paired together and maybe get more confident around fit. Um, and, and also I'm in, intrigued by the community aspect of it. Maybe I'll get some of my friends to join and they can encourage me to wear shoes with two different colors. You never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was great speaking with you and learning a bit more about where Shop Shops is today and where you're going. And I think that the world of, of live stream commerce is only going to continue to expand. So thank you so much for joining us today on Retail Refined. It was lovely having you as a guest. 
Thank you, Melissa, and thank you for everyone listening. Bye bye.